Welcome to Tea Briefs. This is Hides and Jess and we invite you to pour yourself a steaming hot cup of tea and process with us. <laughs> Hello and, and welcome, welcome to, to Tea Briefs. <laughs> and we're so excited to record this first episode. Yeah, it's just something we've had on our hearts to do for so long. We have an evening tea brief together where we make tea, which we have right now. Listen to this. <laughs> in our little teacups and we just talk about what God's put on our hearts and we had this thought one day of why don't we just share it and put it out there and invite people to come and process with us mm. yeah and something the Lord's just kind of been or laid on my heart recently and very clearly felt I've been in a season of being still and um yeah, also kind of relates to a winter season, which currently here in Cape Town we've been in. A little wintry. Today has been a beautiful day. Beautiful um, winter's day still though. Yeah, but at least it hasn't been raining. More of a summer babe <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, but we're still here with our tea curled up on the couch under a yep. blanket, having our tea brief for the night. Yeah. So Hides, what was uh, what was on your heart about rest and winter? You had a thought that you mm. wanted to share. Yeah. Well, being still is just—it's a really beautiful time, but it's sometimes frustrating. I think I felt in this time a little bit of frustration as well because I felt like, oh, but God, like I don't really want to be still. Um, and yeah, but also just that thing of like we need to learn to wait with the Lord before we can run. And it says, I think it's Isaiah Isaiah 30. Yeah. Um, And it says, those who wait with the Lord will rise up on wings like like eagles eagles, and they will run and not Mm. be weak. And we need to learn to wait. We have to wait with the Lord. I can't just run and I don't want to run with the Lord or run by myself. Um, But sitting and waiting with the Lord. Mm. Um, Yeah. And it's not, it's not always a passive process. It's, you know, like these last two days I've had off from work and um there are 101 things <laughs> I have to do um on my to-do list that I don't get to do usually but I need to take time away and intentionally carve out time to rest and to be still and to curl up and let it rain outside and yeah sit and drink my tea and yeah. sit with the Lord. I think a um, misconception about rest is actually just um or that, or at least to be productive, you have to be doing something. Mm. That um, productivity and going out and having something to show for what you're doing, like that's what's valuable. And we put so much value on a life that looks, that's got so much external fruit. But if you look at seasons in general, you you don't bear fruit all the time, yeah. all year round. You look at that in so many things. There is a time and a place for a field to lie barren and to rest. The soil needs to rest. You can't have summer all you the time. You can't have summer all the time. And I think that we've sometimes misconstrued um, winter as an unproductive season. Mm. Whereas the productivity <clears throat> of a winter season is actually rest. And resting, like you said, it's not a passive thing. It's a, it's You have to sometimes be more intentional you about resting. winter, actually. Yeah, like, you do. You need to stock up. <laughs> stock up dinner, get some, some stuff going. Yeah. Um, but it's it's I think it's wrong to say that resting is unproductive. Mm-hmm. Or, or even to say that um, the reason we rest 
is so that we're more productive in our summer season. You could actually say that the reason you're so productive in a summer season is so that like, let's say you're out there, you're harvesting all of your fruit and you've brought it back. You could say that your summer season actually supports your winter season, that you have produce to be able to sit and hibernate in a Mm -hmm. sense and actually rest. Rest in and of itself is valuable. Even Jesus, uh, even God rested on the seventh yeah. day. And it wasn't because he was tired. It wasn't because he needed that to be able to be God. He, he God has a value for rest. Even Jesus rested and pulled away from the crowds and came and was with his disciples. And God made a Sabbath day specifically for, for men so that we actually have rest, time to pull back. We weren't actually designed to go all the time yeah and i actually just read in i've been doing my utmost for his highest with oswald chambers such a good devotional yeah and i just this first part stuck out to me and it just spoke so much into just the season of being still and the title is why can i not follow you now um and the scripture is john 13 verse 37 Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? And there are times when you can't understand why you cannot do what you want to do. When God brings a time of waiting and appears to be unresponsive, don't fill it with busyness, just wait. The time of waiting may come to teach you the meaning of sanctification, to be set apart from sin and made holy, or it may come after the process of sanctification has begun to teach you what service means. Never run before God gives you his direction. If you have the slightest doubt, then he is not guiding. Then he is not guiding. <laughs> Whenever there is doubt, wait. Um, and I just thought that was really like beautiful. And in this, this space where Peter is asking God, why can't I follow you now? Um, and it was, yeah, it was just before the um, Jesus was going to be crucified. And Peter's like, but, you know, I will come with you. And then God was, Jesus was like, well, actually, you're going to deny me. Um, And the Lord saw in Peter something that Peter didn't see in himself. But it's also just a thing of, you know, just waiting with the Lord and just being with the Lord and sitting with him. Um, And, yeah, just those moments of even like on Sunday, um, I woke up a little bit earlier and just being present being in the now like I just I sat in bed and I opened my curtains and I was watching like the sun come in and it just like touch everything and just appreciating where I am now and with the Lord and kind of bringing it back and it was just so refreshing and so beautiful to step away from the busyness to just yeah sit and be um yeah. Reminds me of this word that um, the Lord gave me in 2020. I think everyone really experienced a bit of a winter season in 2020 mm. with the lockdowns and everything. And what was interesting is that your usual rat race, all the things that kind of you can lose yourself in or find your value yeah. falsely in, had to come to a grinding halt. There were so many things like your your work and um, all these external things. And we went into this winter season of just being with family and drawing back. And um, there was, you know, in that initial part, things got crazy after a while. But mm-hmm. there, there, was, there was beauty to be found in, in the craziness that was 
the lockdowns. There were some gold things hidden in, admittedly, some also nonsense. Mm. <laughs> but I had an experience just at the beginning of lockdown, and I've always been a very busy person. I like being productive, and I like have something having something to, to show for what I've yeah. done, and I like the feeling of working hard and being tired at the mm. end of the day, which I think is a good thing. However, I had this experience where I was walking with the Lord and I was expressing some frustration because it felt like I couldn't, I wasn't busy. Like, what am I doing? And um, I, was at, I went for a walk and I was at the, at the end of this long road and I felt the Lord say to me, Jess, you would like me to just pick you up in a car right now, drive you to the end of this road and drop me you off at the end there, wouldn't you? And I was like, well, of course mm. I would. Like, can, why, why can't you do that? Like, it, it felt like a bit of a frustrating question. It was like, well, what are you, well, duh, like, but why, why are you telling me this? And then are you saying you're not? Or like, what is this question? And then it was like um, the Lord turned my head to the side of the road and I saw this picture of Jesus camping next to the road. One of those little A-frame tents with a fire going, he's roasting marshmallows. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And the Lord looked at me and said, Jess, um, are you going to run without me or are you going to wait with me? Mm -hmm. And I just thought immediately back to that scripture that you quoted of... um, those who wait for the yeah. Lord will rise up on wings like eagles and they will run and not um, grow weary. And I just, the Lord is just like, you see, Jess, it's those who wait, they will run. Yeah. It's those who wait for God, who will actually be in his presence and do be with him wherever he is. If he's waiting, you're waiting. If he's running, you're running. And if you are always, always running, it's a pace you can't sustain. Mm. And you weren't made to sustain it. You mm. can see that in the way the Lord laid out, you know, the the... The week even, yeah. um, and he was like, "You have, I've got, God, I've got a value. If you're not going to wait with me and see what it is to just be in my presence and put everything else on pause and actively with intention rest yeah. and make rest a priority and actually sit with him and wait, it is from that place." that place of intimacy with the Lord that becomes your launch pad, mm-hmm. and that's why it's that place that becomes your launch pad, which allows you to run and not grow mm-hmm. weary because you've actually waited. You first waited with the Lord. Yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, like, COVID, it was really difficult, not something, like, we want to go through again. Want to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like, it forced us to slow down. Yeah. Like, all the external busyness and et cetera forced us to slow down. And how so many people speak about, you know, like, in COVID my quiet times with the Lord, just those moments of pulling away and being still, like it was just incredible. Um, and even coming together with family and stuff. Um, and as we come out of that space, I mean, pretty much everything has gone back to normal now to not lose that space and not lose, not allow anything else to like get into those spaces and time, but to still intentionally carve out that time. And I mean, even like, on weekends being careful of not over committing mm. and actually having space to just be still and to reset and be like no like I need the space to yeah mm. um and for me I've I felt very challenged in this and saying no to things because um yeah you you want to do everything but that's also not the space that I know that I'm in right now and to be faithful with that mm. um yeah and actively rest (laughs) actively rest yes Mm -hmm. um 
and even just the thing of like we were speaking about being still sitting with the Lord and knowing who you are turning inwardly to the Lord yeah. um, so that your inward pressure is greater than the outward pressure than the outward like um, busyness and etc that that is strong mm. um, knowing who the Lord is and standing in that yeah. as well knowing that everything else flows from that space. But I think part mm. of being still is also it's be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, uh, it's like Mary and Martha, it said, Martha, Martha, you know, you're, you're concerned and anxious about many things. But um, the Bible says, but one thing is necessary. Yeah. And Mary, you know, Mary has chosen the good portion. The greater portion. Um, the greater portion. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she went and sat at his feet. And that was what... Though everything else is good, you know, these are all good things to run around with. But if you don't start at the feet of Jesus, yeah. and if you don't start in that place, even Jesus' prayer to, to God was, um, Father, I desire that they would be with me where I am. And it's if you that's your starting place. It's your launch pad. And it's um, the reason rest is so vital is, in, I think, in rest, the Bible says it's in returning and rest, you know. Yeah. Um, it's in that place that you find God and everything else actually falls into place. Mm-hmm. Every other thing that you could possibly chase, that comes into alignment when you've actually put God back at the center. And sometimes the way we do that is to stop and be still and know that he is God, spend time with him, mm-hmm. spend time in his presence, and then let everything else mm-hmm. um, flow from there. And that's why it's vitally important to protect your rest and to protect your yeah. quiet winter Pull up by the fire season mm. with Jesus, and it's like when God's not at the center, everything else flows out of orbit. Like keeping yeah. God at the center, then it's in orbit mm. around Jesus, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think like I just want to this Psalm, Psalm forty six. I think um, just really shows how the Lord tells us to be still even when there's things around us um, going on and that being still, being in peace, sitting in a winter season doesn't mean that things stop, but it means that we are, um, yeah, those things aren't going to go away, but we're intentional about sitting with the Lord. Um, And yeah, so Psalm 46 verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear that the earth gives way, that the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Selah. And then verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Um, yeah. And just... The, the oceans are being thrown into the sea here. Um, the mountains are trembling and the earth is giving way. And there's so much more in this. I only read the first few and last few verses. But being still and knowing that God is God and that he is God and all of these things, um, yeah. Come into all of it and yeah. things are put into perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, Jesus is perfect, is a perfect perspective. Mm-hmm. You can just keep your eyes on Jesus. Um, you can actually walk through any storm, just like Peter getting out of the boat, kept his eyes on Jesus. He had the ability to walk over wind and waves. Yeah. And sometimes, even when there's wind and waves, you sometimes just need to lock eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Keep him at your focus and center. Yeah. So yeah. we just pray that you will 
be able to find, first of all, peace and rest if you are in a storm, but that you'd find a new value like I think we have for pulling back and resting and say, you know what, this is the most productive thing that I can do with my morning today is to intentionally carve out time to rest, mm. to be in his presence. And actually rests is to be in his presence, to have some spend time with the Lord. But it also looks like maybe having a cup of tea in a sunny mm. spot, taking a moment to read your book, going for a walk, yeah. um, and not having com- time. comparing your winter season to the inner winter season to someone's summer season yeah, on social media or yeah. oh, wherever. There's a next door neighbor that's um, out there doing the things and yeah. your pajamas at top of 12 on a Saturday morning. You know, sometimes this is necessary, folks. So be still. Be still. And curl and up and let it rain. Be still. Curl up. Sometimes let it rain. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tea Breaks. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information and other resources, you can follow us on Instagram at Infinite No Ordinary Life or visit our website, noordinarylife.ca.za.